Hello, welcome to AFCast. I am your host, Malcolm, and today I am here with my co-host, Bryce M. Because, uh, yes, there are two Bryces, so we don't want to mix the two up. Um, but anyway, we are talking today. Our question is today, which is the, also the title, so if you haven't read it, then, you know, kind of weird. Um, but today's topic is, do headshots matter? Um, so, yeah, so... I do want to point out something that was kind of funny is my friend asked me today if, you know, if what I was doing for the podcast and I said, do headshots matter? And he responded like, oh, that's easy. Like they do. And if you're debating otherwise, then you're stupid. And I was like, well, I'm, I, I'm kind of debating otherwise. And so of course he called me stupid. Um, I've changed his mind though since then. So, <laughs> but, um, uh, I'm sure this is what many of you think, uh, but not how many of you play considering just what happens maybe it's what some of you think that you play uh so maybe it's just without you realizing it or maybe it's something that you strive to play as um just being a god at aiming even though not everyone can get to that point so to us headshots depend on the game the player the weapon and pretty much just any other factor um for us it's entirely situational and we're just kind of dive more into that so uh, first, I do want to talk about Rainbow Six Siege because this is different from just about any other game where it is a one-shot headshot to kill uh, either AIs if you're playing Terrorist Hunt or even uh, players if you're playing on multiplayer. Um, and this gives you a slightly different feel from something like Call of Duty uh, where it more so depends on the gun where you can have certain attachments like High Caliber that gives you a chance to actually you know, deal more damage to the head or even certain guns that just automatically deal more damage to the head for whatever reason. Um, and Siege is just a one-shot headshot. Uh, and since it's more of a tactical shooter game, this will cause many people to essentially pre-fire or pre-aim at head level. At least that's what I do, and that's what a lot of the pros do. So, And I feel like with Siege, that's one of the staples of being skilled at Siege, is being able to easily get those headshots because that is such a crucial factor of the game where if you don't headshot the other person and kill them instantly, they have a chance to instantly kill you. So it just adds a new skill factor to a, a game that isn't seen much of anywhere else. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure just about every day that we play Siege, there's a lucky headshot that gets made either from us or from someone else, either reacting to someone um, or simply just you know seeing someone and... Uh, starting to shoot at them and we get a lucky like hip fire headshot or something like that and so it's just yeah it's it gives it entirely changes the uh, playing field for it i actually found it very weird when there is a whole petition going on for siege to actually change it to a two-shot headshot which honest to god is really stupid <laughs> like it it would entirely destroy the game like, it, all of a sudden, the game would have to change so much. Even the gadgets would have to change, in my opinion. Yeah, it would be a pain to try to program that because it would either have to do a skilled amount of damage or and it would just make the game completely flawed. And also, the people that we're complaining about are just people who can't hit their headshots. So, <laughs> so I mean, it does suck when you get... A lucky when someone gets a lucky headshot off either like through a wall or just just hitting the border of a door and it going through and uh, hitting you in the head it kind of sucks or if, even if it's like what would be considered a graze and not actually kill you but is considered a one tap anyway it kind of sucks 
Um, but that's just how it is. That's how you have to think when playing the game, and so you can't just be run and gun like it is in Call of Duty. Um, so, yeah. Another thing that we kind of have to focus on is uh, tactical shooters as well, which have a bullet drop in them. So uh, this doesn't go for all tactical shooters. Rainbow Six Siege, I'm pretty sure they have bullet drop, but that's like, it's, it's very minimal, I think. I don't believe they do. They don't? I mean, it's too small of maps to even really consider it a thing. So, um, But with other tactical shooters like Ghost Recon Wildlands or even just most uh, like battle royales that are open world and even most open world games will have some sort of bullet drop in them, um, especially if you're in some kind of primal game with like a crossbow or something like that, um, which has a massive bullet drop compared to a some kind of AR or sniper rifle or something like that. Um, but that also completely changes the game because then you might not want to hit, aim for the headshot at all depending on your distance um, because it is a lot easier for you to uh, like compensate for bullet drop when you're aiming for a bigger hitbox such as the chest rather than if you're aiming for a smaller hitbox such as the head. So, yeah. And not only do we have tactical shooters as well with bullet drop or battle royales in general, um, but we also have story games, which will have essentially characters that will have juggernauts in them that have all sorts of armor on them and may take more bullets uh, because of their armor. So you might have to break off armor pieces or something like that or shoot off a helmet if it's just like a, some kind of war character that's wearing a helmet. Um, and this also changes the game because then it's a two-shot headshot uh, like we were talking about for Siege. Um, or it could even be if you have to break off a armored helmet like it is for the Division 2, um, then it might be better to aim for the chest plate instead because you're able to essentially do like hit and runs on that chest plate before that tank that you're going against, that juggernaut, is able to deal any massive amounts of damage to you. Because um, it's just an easier hitbox to hit. And not only that, but if you're playing with other people, it is a lot easier target for everyone to focus on rather than the head. Obviously, if they're standing completely still and not even worrying about about you, which they sometimes do, then <laughs> aim for the head. <laughs> but um, if you're trying to do hit and run tactics while they're moving, you're moving, you're trying to dodge their bullets, everything like that, you want to essentially try to hit them in the chest. Or even something like Battlefield 1, where you actually have juggernauts in Battlefield 1 as well, that are super souped up, and you don't exactly want to aim for the head on that because it's more likely that hit reg or hit registration, for those who don't know what reg means, uh, <laughs> um, well, just it's essentially it's more crappy when it comes to the head than when it comes to the body because there's more to hit on the body. So, and I feel like with what Malcolm was saying about breaking off the different pieces of armor and stuff. I feel like again that's very situational. Like if the if I the person with the juggernaut was standing still and I got a good amount of damage on his helmet, even when I'm doing the hit and run, I might just aim for his helmet then because I know it's yeah. already about to break. I know yeah. I'm about to be able to do a lot of damage really quickly. It's true. Um so once again it's it's situational especially when it comes to juggernauts especially. So um and sometimes it goes for different players and games as well, but those don't really have as many juggernauts. Battlefield is really the only example that I can think of. Maybe some Call of Duty games, when you get like uh, some of the score streaks in some of the Call of Duty games, allow you to have like juggernaut type 
situation, but at that point, you really just have to wait for the guy to just heal over. So, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so you also have to worry about different types of players when you're playing online, and this goes for experienced versus non experienced. If you're a more experienced player, then obviously you want to aim for the head because you're more experienced as shooters. This is experience with shooters in general, not if you've been playing driving games and it's your first time playing FPS, don't all of a sudden think that you can aim for the head. That's not how that works at all. <laughs> um, you might have an easier time, but it's no. Um, <laughs> um, but if you are not experienced with shooters, uh, like if you're new to FPS at all, really, or even third-person perspective shooters, um, aim for the chest and progressively move up. Uh, so preferably shoot the upper chest because that usually has the biggest hitbox in general because you also have to worry about the shoulders. Um, and then slowly move up to where you're able to be more accurate in the center of the chest and then start aiming for the head once you're able to hit the center of the chest a proper amount of times. So, yeah. And I've played Xbox my, most of my life, so I've gotten used to console controls and stuff. So whenever we play Siege on Xbox, I've... It's habit for me to aim directly for the head because I know I can aim well like that. But recently we started playing some on PC. And PC is fairly new to me. Like I don't really play PC FPS games. So it's a huge jump. And I've noticed that I've started aiming, as he said, on the chest instead of at the head because that's where I feel more comfortable. It's where I feel like I can hit more of my shots. Until you realize, until you like relearn the recoil and the control of the weapons, essentially. So... It it all it really all depends um, on what type of player you are. So he's not exactly not experienced, but he's not experienced with the PC part of it. So I've played some, but I think I've actually mostly played third person shooters on on uh, the PC than I have played first person shooters. So it's also kind of new for me. Um, but I probably have a little bit better accuracy, but not as much. <laughs> um, uh, so also we kind of want to mention weapons a bit because weapons can also be a huge deal when it comes to determining whether you want to aim for the head or not. Um, and in Call of Duty, it uh, we don't like to mention Call of Duty. <laughs> we put Call of Duty in the special kids section of gaming because it's a special kid part of gaming. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but because essentially call of duty just their hit registration's bad the weapons don't make any sense really um snipers for some reason you can hit someone in the through the heart and it doesn't kill them instantly um and shotguns you can hit someone point blank in the head and it also doesn't kill them sometimes we that's why we put the that's why it's in the special or kit you section. Can shoot behind someone and kill them and <laughs> yeah um, but essentially, if you have something like an AR or an SMG or an LMG, um, you want to aim for the head more likely than you would a shotgun or a sniper. <laughs> um, because you are essentially more likely to hit them in the head and you have more chances because with that, uh, that essential just constant fire rate that you've got going on maybe with a slowing a slower firing uh lmg you don't want to kind of like the vkm in black ops 4 you don't necessarily want to or the gorgon freaking gorgon in black ops 3 was a nightmare what um, do you mean it was the best gun in black ops 3. <laughs> <laughs> um but 
essentially it's a lot easier to correct. You have more chances to correct, especially when you have a fast firing LMG because you have a ton of bullets. You have a ton of time to essentially change your aim. And worst case scenario, if you're screwing up with the aim for the head, then you could start aiming for the chest and you could still possibly get the kill if the guy hasn't already turned around to headshot you instead. Um, so yeah. But then there's also shotguns, which you can either have a spread shot where you want to aim for the chest and it's more likely that the spread from the shotgun will actually hit someone. Um, then that's that's the whole reason why you don't want to aim for the head because then it's less likely that you know, you'll know you actually hit something. Um, but then you have something like the buckshot shotgun, which is essentially a DMR um, because it will just fire these giant cylinders at you. <laughs> um and is you know you can aim for the head with those um but that's another one of those things where you have less time to then react to it and especially if you're going to be closer to someone with a shotgun is more likely the idea of a shotgun um then you're going to want to aim more for the chest uh as well but with a buckshot you know they usually tend to do a crap ton of damage so you might want to aim for the head on those as well um but then with sniper rifles, really anything except for Call of Duty, you want to aim for the chest because in Call of Duty, for some reason, you can shoot people in the chest with a sniper rifle and it doesn't kill them. Um, but in any other game, it's more realistic. And <laughs> sniper rifles will one-shot kill you, which is ideal considering it's a sniper rifle. And for those, you don't want to aim for the head at all um, because there's just more of a chance for you to hit them in the chest than it would be a, a headshot unless you're going for some crazy trick shot, um, or if you just want to make yourself feel better about your life. Um, but <laughs> We know you're talking about yourself, Malcolm. Yeah, yeah, we are. Um, but the same also goes for, like, collaterals and stuff like that. Like, if you're going for a collateral, you don't want to aim for the head because it's less likely that their head, their hitboxes for their heads will line up. Um, more. It's less likely that that'll happen rather than their chest hitboxes line up. Like, that makes a lot more sense. Um, so, yeah, so those are kind of like the weapon ideals for aiming for the head. So we already mentioned some enemies that are like in story games with the armor and everything like that. Uh, but regular AIs, for the most part, you just want to aim for the head because it's good practice and you're not as embarrassed when, um, you know, you can't hit headshots and you usually have more time to react because enemies in the games, unless you're playing on harder difficulties, have a harder you know, difficulty hitting you. <laughs> so, um, so essentially you want to mostly aim for the head. Uh, it is embarrassing if you though, if you get killed via an AI, if, you know, if you manage to get killed by an AI, um, then it is a player. Um, but it is good practice because they usually have slower time reacting and they usually have a period of time that's coded into them where they can't hit you for a few seconds. Um, or usually their shots are just more spaced out and are easier to dodge, everything like that. So it's easier to hit heads for AIs, and it's really good practice. Um, but for players, for the most part, you want to aim for the chest uh, and you know, and work your way up to the head, uh, like we mentioned earlier. Um, and this is also why a lot of people do uh, like a warm-up run with AIs before they go into multiplayer matches, is that way they can warm up their aim, aim for the head on AIs, um, and then they get into a game, and then they're able to hit headshots easier against players or something like that. Or even they'll go into, like, a casual game versus a ranked game 
um, and some games in order to do the same thing. Um, but, yeah. So another thing I do want to mention, which we've already mentioned a little bit, is hit registration, which is pretty much never spot on uh, throughout any gaming session that you play. <laughs> so um, essentially hit registration is obviously the uh, essential like outline of a character that is made that is actually able to be hit. And the registration that counts it as being hit has to detect one hitbox hitting another, and those hitboxes are usually bullets hitting the character hitbox. Now, this can sometimes confuse the hitboxes for whatever reason, and it could just not entirely count something, or maybe the hitboxes are off, uh, like are off kilter a little bit, and so the hit registration doesn't match up because they don't line up properly. Um, anything can go wrong. Um, it's just how it works. Nothing's ever really spot on. Uh, maybe sometime in gaming, you know, it'll actually be good. Uh, <laughs> but for the most part, it's it's pretty bad. Um, so, yeah. Especially Call of Duty. Call of Duty's hit reg sucks. And a lot to do with hit reg in multiplayer games especially is you're paying your latency, all of that. Because if someone's lagging, that puts a whole new thing on when you see them somewhere the server might see them elsewhere, and it's just a giant fiasco. Yeah, server-side versus client-side is never nice to the client side of it. So, anyway, um, obviously if they're standing still, if people, this is kind of like extra stuff, obviously if, you, if people are standing still, go for the headshot, because if they're not going to be moving, then don't worry about it. Um, obviously if you're reacting on someone who's standing still, um and you shoot them once, you don't want to stop and then line up the headshot because they will then move. <laughs> and if they start to move, then you go for the shot. Don't try to keep lining it up because it's possible that they'll see you and manage to get a lucky headshot on you or even just turn and kill you faster than you could kill them um, for whatever reason. Um, but overall, you need to be mentally prepared to shoot someone in the head. That sounds really messed up now that I'm saying that out loud. Um... Don't commit mass murder, folks. Um, we do not condone that here. <laughs> we do not condone hit and runs here. Um, when, But essentially when the moment presents itself, you want to be mentally prepared to take that shot and to move your cursor onto their head. Um, and so this essentially allows you to just uh, always be aiming at the right spot. Uh, you usually want to be pre-aiming um, or pre-firing at head level, whether they are jumping, like in Call of Duty games, if you're playing some of the more futuristic ones where they could be jumping uh, or wall running. And then you could also be aiming at head level for if they're standing, crouching, proning, um, anything like that. You also need to be prepared for if they're sprinting or moving at any sort of pace. Um, essentially, you just need to always be prepared um, and mentally prepared mostly and um, in order to take the shot. So, yeah. Um, but if something, if like something kills someone one shot, no matter what, like if any weapon kills someone one shot, no matter where you hit them, obviously except for the legs or feet, we're not really talking about that in this podcast because if you hit, if you're always hitting the legs and feet, then honestly, you just need to figure something else out to do, or oh. play Call of Duty because that counts as headshots there. Yeah, that sometimes. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Um. But essentially, just aim for the chest. It's an easier target. It's the biggest target that you have. 
Um, but yeah. So overall, just aim for the head if you can. Aim for the chest if you aren't used to it yet. Uh, maybe if you're playing a new game or you're playing on a new sensitivity um, or anything like that. Um, but yeah. So you have anything else to say, Bryce, or are we done here? We're done here. <laughs> For any of you who who couldn't hear it, he just slapped me in the face after I after I asked him if there was anything left. So, uh, besides all of that, make sure you check out our website. Make sure you also check out our uh, Instagram, Twitter, and also our Discord for if you want to talk with us at all. Um, and then also I have my email for if you guys have any like questions or ideas for a podcast even, or if you want me to review a certain game that maybe has come out a little bit ago, I don't know. Um, I mostly do new games, so yeah. Um, but, and also make sure you also check out DJ Augie, who essentially made the music for the beginning and end of this podcast. So besides all of that, game on. Game on.